Hello and welcome to another episode of Roman Happens Podcast. My name is Greaves, as usual, joined by Char. And this time we're going to do something different. We haven't been here for two weeks again, because life got in the way. People got busy over Christmas, or maybe three weeks at this point, I don't know. Um, and yeah, like basically, I have no idea what happened. Uh, I forgot what games we played since the last podcast. So I have asked Chart to find me a compilation of, well, to make me a compilation of um, of goals. And yeah, I'm just gonna go through the goals and remember what happened in our games and all the feelings that I've forgotten since then. <laughs> so you get to uh, to experience fresh impressions from me, Char. How are you doing? How are your holidays? What do you think about the this this thing that I totally informed you of? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I genuinely don't have a memory, so I forgot all the games that happened since. I don't even know results anymore. <laughs> I, I have no idea what games we missed. We I had that two. I them. No, 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 don't spoil, don't spoil. I genuinely don't remember shit, so I remember as, as, as I'm watching the video. So uh, I'll watch in a second. First, tell me, how, how was your Christmas? What did you do? I sat around and did nothing. And then the next day, I played basketball and got freaking blue balled. By the basketball or? No, by the person I was playing basketball with. They ah. were like, how many how many basketball games have we been to? Like professional games? I'm like, I don't know. I think like six. He's like, well, guess what? I'm like, you know, in the brain, when somebody does that, you're like, I don't know. We're going to one. My girl got me tickets and we're going together and like what about me? Oh no, I'm I'm going and yeah, we're not we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I mean when somebody says, Hey, how many basketball games we've been and like it's your birthday or around holidays, your reaction is immediately holy fucking shit, where I'm going to a game, I'm gonna call everyone and be like, Hey, this dude's my best friend, he got me tickets to a game and then you're like, Oh shit, I should react to this and you're like I don't know, man. Like three, maybe. Why? What's up? What do you have in mind? Like you know, you're, 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 you're like, nah, dude. No way. I'm gonna pretend like I don't know what's coming. And he just he 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 just took his girlfriend. No, his girlfriend <laughs> bought tickets for him and <laughs> for him and her. And usually when we go we go together, and I usually end up buying tickets for the both of them. So yeah. <laughs> That is okay. Yeah, that, that, that's that's that's. What, what game are they going to? Do you know? They're going to an NBA game. I'm not gonna give it away. Which one? Oh my God! We're gonna have listeners at that particular game going there, paying thousands of dollars to watch and play. Yeah, me. Pistons, and I'm gonna go down to the game and sit on the sidelines and watch from the courtside seats. Yeah, but to be fair, like you can't dox yourself. First of all, I've doxed you already, and second, you've literally shared videos of yourself sitting in the arena at like a Timberwolves game or something. So yeah, but that was an away game. <laughs> ah, shit! I forgot to buy beer. Um, beer's important. Oh, and I'm sorry. This is not an away game. Like, yeah, sure, it's in Boston, and you live in like three hours away. So, well, how is that not away as well? What? They're going to a Celtics versus Celtics women team. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till the Celtics. So I have, I have, I have. Before we start, I have to say something. My internet is back today, 
Um, so here's what happened. On Friday evening, mind you, my internet goes down. It's 22nd of December. I immediately go to the website of my ISP. Their closing time is half hour before my internet went down. And then their website says, as of 23rd of December until January something, we won't be responding to any phone calls. We're taking vacation. I called all the providers in Prague to fucking ask them if they can give me new internet immediately. And I'm still fucking pissed. I'm so angry actually still from that. But yeah, it came back, whatever. And uh, I don't know. They uh, may have fixed it permanently now and it's not going down and whatever. I still have fiber with like 100 download and 10 upload, which I still don't understand how it works. Because I'm supposed to be on one gig up and down. So whatever. But yeah, I was fucking without internet for the entirety of Christmas holidays. Like, what? This is bullshit. Why? This is bullshit. I don't know, something went down. Wind blew. Wind does that. Yeah. Like, uh, this, this was a problem. It was outside of our network. Sure, brother. Thanks, brother. So, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to watch the goals that we conceded and remember what the fuck happened. Roma playing Bologna. Oh, oh you want to adjust the goals conceded? Or scored, or whatever, I don't know. Score seeded. <sighs> I just... Yeah, we got demolished by Bologna. We got completely wrecked. Joshua, Xerxes, and then the other guy scored the Norwegian, Swedish, whatever. But then, but then we play Napoli, and somehow uh, we cooked their pizza. Yeah, Pellegrini nice goal. That was actually quite quite good. I feel like that's the only thing Pellegrini's done in the past. I feel like he's <laughs> opened up like a sparkling water company, and Pellegrini. <laughs> that's terrible. Is this Lukaku goal? Yeah, it's okay. Lukaku that's, that's... looks like he doesn't want to be there. But I wouldn't um, want to be there either when the game ended at 90 plus 5 and you score at the 90 plus 6. You mean there at the game or there in Rome? Yes. Wearing Roma jersey. With a name like Rome Lu, Lukaku. So, what was. what did We missed two games, right? Roma Napoli and Roma Bologna. Yes. Cool. So. Sorry, I'm kind of out of breath because I'm fighting a baby uh, who has just gone for his first walk outside. Like, we went for strolls and shit, but this was his first walk. He successfully fell only three times. And then the fourth time, he didn't really fall. He just wanted to touch the ground without falling, you know? So not Neymar. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, he immediately got up as soon as he fell on the ground. Um... So, oh my god. The kids' songs on TV switched from, you know, kids' songs like Baby Shark and whatever to kids being dressed up as police officers. Oh, uh, it's gonna be like, to <laughs> switched it to Drowning Pool. <laughs> I wish he would have been like, this is an interesting sound I have not heard before. He would laugh his ass off. Um, yeah, a bunch of kids running out of a police car and dancing is just... Not the message I want to send to my kids. Anyway, Bologna 
dominated Roma. Uh, I that's all I remember. <laughs> like it wasn't even close. We were just outclassed. So how does this happen? How does a team that's worth a tenth of Roma do this? Explain this to me, Char. Well, you see, when a f manager really loves a football team, stuff <laughs> happens. What? Are so you saying Jose happen? hates Roma? Jose hates Roma. <laughs> he he honestly he did because he switched up his um he it, he used to say give me the old guys I'd win a title with the old guys and now he's like you know what maybe I should just play the youth there was a there was a quote I forget where he said it but he was like maybe I should just give stuff to the youth and it's like why uh what's his name Pasilli scored against uh, Sheriff mm -hmm. and yeah Pasilli. Let's see. So Roma, let's see if this is current. Yep, November of 2023. Syria net when net spending on wages. Juve are number one. Roma are number three with 68.6. And let's see. 68.6. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry, what? We reduced our wages to 68. Yes. This baby found the loudest thing possible to play with as I'm recording. Okay, we've had enough of that. Thank you. That was not a very pleasant uh, orchestra. So, 16.6 is actually not terrible considering what we Bologna, have. Bologna have our 13th with 19.3. 19.3 is their wages. Yes. Whew. How does this happen? <laughs> How do we get out class completely? And like, it's not like people were shocked by this result, I guess. It's kind of like, oh yeah, okay, this was expected because Bologna is kind of a kicking ass this season. Is Bologna the real deal? Bologna, I believe, is a real deal. Most of it is from smart player transfers uh, the past couple seasons. Joshua Zerxi uh, came from Bayern. And that other guy who scored good Bonsen or something? I forgot. Uh, hold on, I have it up right here. Well, I did. Now it's good. <sighs> That's Scandinavian, dude. Ola Solbakken 2.0. <laughs> Sola Olbakken. Yeah, but you know they've had they've had really good transfers. They have a good coach. Uh, yeah, they. I think that they're the real deal. I think that they'll hold down a top four spot unless Roma happens to up the ante. We're halfway, roughly, through the season, so you can't. You've already played everybody once, so now just time to do the return fixture. I don't see why they can't. Why they can't keep the keep the head of steam that they have. Didn't they have a head of steam last year as well, and they just kind of improved this year? Like, wasn't Bologna, you know, right there most of the season, kind of like hanging out at the seventh, eighth spot, and then they kind of fell off in the in the in the winter. But this isn't new, like, right? They they weren't a horrible team last year. They were kind of there were talks of 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 Thiago Motta going to Juve, going to Milan, going to PSG, going to <laughs> Man United. That's Bologna 
Bologna finished ninth with 54 points. Roma finished sixth with 63. Yeah, that's not that far behind. Nine points is... Uh... Nine points I mean, is just three wins. It's 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 one of those seasons. It was one of those seasons where nobody wanted to win for like half a season. All the teams trying to get to fourth spot were like, aha, here's our chance to... Two of our rivals dropped points. We can finally surpass them. One point off four. Here we come. And then lose to 20th team on a table or something. It was like that for, what, December until March? Where Roma's final, I feel, effort was the loss to Cremonese. The second loss in two weeks or three weeks, was it? And... uh I think that was the moment where Jose was like, fuck this, I'm focusing on Europa League. I'm not going to to finish fourth. Yeah. But uh No, yeah. I think I think Bologna uh is the real deal. They're not at the point where they can contend for the Scudetto, but I think that they are in a spot to challenge for a European slot this year. So do you think if um not to turn this into a Bologna podcast, but um I remember when Udinese, well, I remember when Udinese, I don't know if, if you were watching, I don't know if you've heard of Italy back then. <laughs> What's in Italy? <laughs> when, like, before Spalletti took Roma the first time, uh, the kid just brought me my Jason Tatum 01s for some reason. Um, no, I remember when Spalletti qualified for the Champions League with Udinese and they were playing against Barcelona and they were getting shit stomped because there was no Spalletti anymore. He, <laughs> he had gone to Roma at that point. Um, if if Bologna gets Champions League money, it's like, what, 40, 50 million? Um, do they just invest in their team or do they pocket it? Like what? Because they would have to spend like a lot of money and to sign new players for a lot of money. That's, uh, what, three times more than they have already? But wait, isn't next year, like, the new Champions League system? Does does Bologna qualify for that? I don't know. Yeah, they should. They should, right? It's not like that they're being like, ah, you finished second in your country. Nope. Fuck you. Here's a team that finished ninth. They're going to play Champions League. Yeah, I think they actually qualify. I don't think there's any... Way that they don't. If you finished top four in Italy, you you go to the Champions League. So thirty six, uh, thirty six clubs will take part, and they'll it'll just be one league table. Right. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, they changed the format. They didn't change the like way of qualifying. Never mind. Yeah, they just changed the format. So it's the pot one will have the title holders of the Champions League and eight clubs with the best coefficients. Right. And then uh, the champions of the top domestic leagues and the UEFA Europa League title holders will go to pots two through four. Yeah, nice. And each club will be drawn to play two teams from each pot. So you will play uh, clubs from the same association will not be drawn against each other. So mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, the baby's making sounds. Um, he, he wants to steal my glasses, which is obsessed with. Sorry. Um, from, from the final, so you go play like, you know, a regular thing. So you have a table. The top right. eight go directly to the round of 16, 9 through 24, enter a playoff to go for the other eight positions, and 25 to 36 are eliminated. And you do not go drop down to Europa League. So Sevilla, 
will permanently play in the Europa League spot. <laughs> I mean, they aren't doing too well this season either. They're like, what, 14th or something? So I don't know. I don't know if they will even... Like, what if Sevilla get relegated? Uh, there, was a, there was a talk last season if Sevilla win the, the Europa League, but if they get relegated, like, do they play Champions League anyway? Sevilla, uh, Sevilla are 15th at the moment. <laughs> and that's without Munchy, so fuck them and fuck Aston Villa, you know? Like, I like Unai Emery, but I don't like Munchy. I feel most Roma fans can uh, share that opinion. And most Roma fans would like, well, yeah, he destroyed Roma, he did this, he did that. Palotta hired him to do a specific thing. He was executing orders. It's fine. It's whatever. I, I don't mind. So are the Nazis. I <laughs> mean... <laughs> I was just following orders. You still get hanged either way. <laughs> Alright. Um... I don't know. Did they continue the thought train of thought? I... Keep going. I'm almost there. How do I, How do I follow up Munchie being compared to Nazis? I think Palotta just wanted to, you know, to get rid of everybody who was problematic, so he could sell Rommel for as much money as possible. So he got rid of Rajan Angolan. You know, he did it the very American way. He thought that, you know, if you get rid of all the problems it's your club to take but like that's that's not what what, what attracts people like raja was basically adopted by romans to be an honorary roman like the, he was the hero of the city he nobody wanted to sell him he was like you know the leader of the team post totti and the rossi era but we we fucked up um yeah i don't know his 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 stats didn't really do well he didn't hire proper coach to execute whatever needs to be done I don't like Roma being the guinea pig. I, I'm not sure if Monchi screwed up as much as we say he did, but in hindsight, he brought Rick Karsdorp? Like, that's the only player that I want to keep from his era, so I don't know. I mean, Cristante is there as well, of course, and do we care? I'm not sure anybody cares about Cristante. At this point, I don't know, people will say he's had a good solid season, whatever, but he always has a good solid season every single year, except, you know, his 2000. Um, yeah, I don't know, I, fuck Wanchi, you know? He's the face of destruction of Roma. Like, we had a team with Spalletti that could have reached fucking, that did reach Champions League semifinals without Totti. It was the biggest fear of all Roma fans. What will happen to Roma without Totti? Because we just could not get anything down without him. Every time he would step off the floor or off the pitch, that's it. Roma collapses, cannot score, cannot create nothing, zero. And then we finally had a team that was fantastic without him. Nope, nope, nope. Demolished it, destroyed it, destroyed the face of it. Identity, soul, everything. Uh... So we did lose to Bologna, who were the real deal, apparently like the Timberwolves this season. And um, Timber puppies. We go on to defeat uh, Napoli, and as much as much as I don't remember a lot of the games, I do remember thinking this is the most boring game I've ever seen. 
there is nothing happening. We are doing the same thing where we concede possession. We invite pressure, do absolutely nothing, just absorb, absorb, absorb. And Napoli were so fucking bad. Like people say that Mancini pocketed Osiman. I, I, I don't, I don't think we played uh, defense. What's his, what's his name there? Osiman and the other guy. Politano Quaratelio. Yeah, him. Richa Quaratelio. Yeah, they just they didn't play only well. they only got two touches in our box the entire game. Yeah, I don't know. Two. It just it just feels like it's, 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 it just feels like one of those things where people say like, oh yeah, Zaniolo is playing shit. Like no, we played a game where we throw the ball to Zaniolo and then say go run one versus eight and score, and he only has turnovers because he is, he's alone. Like that's what what it felt like for Napoli. It just they had no way of getting the ball to Seaman. And we are famous for giving them all, like for giving all of our position, all the space in the world, all the options in the world. Napoli just exploited none of it. They ran through middle zero times. They did absolutely fucking nothing. That was amazing to watch. You have to go all the way back to 2019, the last time that Roma beat Napoli. That's amazing, actually. Was yeah. that under Eusebio Di Francesco or Fonseca? I want to say, let's see, 2000. Was that was February February of 19. So I think that was Francesco. Hmm. But yeah, you have to go all the way back to 2019. And wait, it wait, took... wait. Was it? This is third year. So that's 23, 24. 23, 22, 22, 21 was Jose, and Fonseca was two seasons. So that's. Paulo Fonseca, I just looked it up. 21, 20, and. Don't mind me just casually promoting bullshit. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, still a long time ago. Like, that's. Yes. Like, Napoli is a team we've always had a problem with because Roma's for a, a long time now been this team with, like, huge giant players in all positions, like, just lumbering behemoths in attack and defense and midfield was like just a bunch of guys over six foot tall which again for midfield is the part that annoys the shit out of me about this match though is it took Napoli having to be reduced to 10 men to score Uh, I guess you think we should have broken them earlier than that yeah, this isn't the Napoli of last year. Last year, they were like 20 or 30 points clear by this point. What is the difference between this year and last year in Napoli, apart from, like, you know, the obvious thing? The one thing you would say is, is different. Their coach. Like for, <laughs> for me, it's just they ha- they don't seem like they have <clears throat> an idea on what they want to do with the ball. It just did not look like they, they have a purpose on, on the pitch. And that's the same thing that I've criticized Roma for, but I don't know. Like, it, it hasn't been six months since Palati left. They've had two different coaches, and they're all immediately lost. Like, it, was that Spalletti holding them together insanely well, and that without his instructions and preparations for each game, they just absolutely have no idea what to do? Or was this the players just kind of giving up and being like, well, this Rudy Garcia guy is kind of horrible. What do you think happened there? 
Uh, I think it was they lost some players. Uh, they lost uh, who was it? Kim Min Jae. Yeah. I think he went to Bayern. Um, I honestly think that he was way better uh, in Napoli's defense. But I feel like they didn't. You have a new coach coming in. Uh, you know, Spalletti went off to. I think he went off to go do wine, and then ended up be part becoming the Italian national team coach. But anyway, um, yeah. he. Uh, we brought they brought in who Rudy Garcia. Yeah, who is so bad? Even Saudi Arabia didn't want him. So to be fair, as as funny as it is, to be fair, he was coaching a team that that just brought in Ronaldo, and Ronaldo was like, "I'm gonna give you three weeks before I ask him to fire you," <laughs> and it took them two weeks before <laughs> Ronaldo was like, "Our coaching is shit. We need a change," and they were like, "Well, uh, Rudy, uh, see you at the airport. <laughs> we packed your bags." Like, don't you need to cancel my contract? No, 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 no. It's fine. Your your bags at the airport. No worries. Yeah, but that's that's they had a whole new coaching They had a whole new coaching philosophy when when Garcia yeah. came in. So now they got to cut. Like, you know, professional athletes are professional athletes. You don't get there by you know just being yourself unless you're LeBron James or whatever. But anyway, uh. They had to, they had to have to adapt, and Spalletti had had what like three or four years to to firmly mold his beliefs into the into the Napoli system, and now they have to go. Wait, didn't, didn't didn't he coach Napoli for just one season? I thought it was more than one season. Now I'm confused. I thought it was he was there for just one season. No, Ancelotti coached in the 2019-20 season. Okay, and Spalletti came in when? Oh, he came in... He was there from 21 to 23. So, two years. Uh okay, interesting. So the first season they were like kind of dangerous-ish, and then the second season they just win the title. Growth. Mm-hmm. Funny. And Thiago Motta takes Bologna one season, and then the next season they're number four with sixteen whatever million seller. <laughs> um, cool. That's what happens when teams grow. Sorry, I'm just pissed. Um. I don't know. I feel like just going from Spalletta to Rudy Garcia is like he's tested in Italy. He there is no team since he left Lille. There hasn't been a single team that went. Oh yeah, Rudy Garcia. I've had fun memories of his team. Fun memories. Like they hated him at Lyon. They hated him at Marseille. They hated him at Saudi team, and they hated him. Well, we hate him at Roma because he like people have like nice memories of his team winning. Like starting the the the, the season 2013-14 with ten wins in a row, which has never been done. Well, it has been done now. I think somebody did like eleven, but so, it had never been done until then. But like, they just such a sh- he doesn't play exciting football. He's not a great coach. And then they go from him to Walter Mazzari, who is just horrible. I don't know. That, that that's just such a heartbreak for Napoli fans. 
Well, I looked it up for you. Last year at this time, uh, the last completed match day was match day 17. Yeah. It was Napoli in first place with 44 points. <laughs> Dropped seven points on the season. This, this season, Napoli has 27. That's uh, they went from having a loss and two draws, and then the rest were fourteen wins to just having not fourteen wins. <laughs> Definitely not fourteen wins. They cool. have uh, also at this time last year, Roma had thirty-one points, and this season Roma has twenty-eight points. So we also have fallen off. Uh, yeah, you know. That's what happens when you bring in Lukaku, you fall off. I love the rumor. <clears throat> I guess we're going to go into criticism Roma now. Um, first of all, great for, for beating Napoli. That's amazing. I did not predict that. I think I predicted like a, like a draw or something. I mean, a draw. Three options, really. Um, great to see Roma win, obviously. But I, I saw a rumor that said that Roma is going to go into full rebuild mode in uh, in January. We're gonna get rid of Spinazzola. Like, all right, cool, whatever. I feel like he's still the same player that he has been the entirety of of his career at Roma. A dude who just sprints down that left side and then crosses the ball. Uh, we don't really utilize that. And then we're gonna get rid of uh, Awar and Sanchez. Like, okay, Sanchez was brought in for nothing. It was a high risk, high reward. I've been saying all fucking season long we need to. Although, to be fair, we had like three episodes this season. That we need to give him time to heal and recover and get properly ready for the second half of the season. To like just get his body acclimated and adjusted to, you know, playing again. Because he doesn't have like any big injuries. He just has small nagging injuries that he just needs to, um, yeah, you know, get over. But like, are we really going to try to replace players we got for free? In January, no, we don't have money for that. Even Pinto is thinking about leaving Roma because he's tired of dealing with FFP. Like, seriously? No, we're not going to replace anybody. We're not going to bring in anyone except... Ah, Leonardo Bonucci. Nope, that's off. Seriously? Yep, he said no. He said no. He said no to Roma. Yes. As in, he said it's not happening, like it's a false rumor, or did he rejected us? What? what gave false me rumor, I believe. <coughs> First off, thank God for that. Bonucci is horrible. Um, he has not been the same person since... Um, what's his face? From from Juventus the opportunity, the opportunity seemed to be tempting, and the negotiation between Thiago Pinto never fully convinced about the profile of the center back, and the agent proceeded quickly. Only the details to be hey, formalized. Hey, to play three games in January till Ndika's back, and then you'll probably be benched, and you can leave Roma in the summer. And I was like, hmm, tempting, but go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's the weirdest fucking thing. How, what defender do you want to bring in to play for less than a month till Ndika's back? <laughs> like, people say, like, oh, we need to bring in players to, like, to just replace Ndika. Like, who wants to do that? Just the only choice is to get someone from, I don't know, Russia. 
who wants to escape there and just be like, hey, we'll help you escape. You give us your best and kill yourself for Roma for a month, and then you can go back to bench. No, <sighs> uh, they so, did put a they did put a name in the. Uh... Hold on, let me keep reading. There's a couple names. Apparently, Soleil is off the table, or Solet. Good. He's slow as hell. Uh, who else is on the on the list here? Uh... Trade checking. He has a thought today. Had some updates from what I've seen. I don't know where Brent takes those rumors from, but you don't find him on the conventional websites and shit. He. He usually report like the the Kiesiritati articles on reported rumors are usually spot on. Like it's actual legit things that are happening and not just made up stuff. Sorry uh, for the noises. They're they're saying that Pinto is in, in uh is interested in a player uh Chaglar Soyunsu from Atletico he's, Madrid. He's not a defender, is he? He is. So he plays main position, so center back, alternate position, center back. Interesting. Wait, how did you pronounce his name? Very carefully. <laughs> Chagler Soyun... 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 Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. He was probably a defender that was out of our price range last summer. Well, <sighs> to do some armchair yeah. GMing... Uh... He's only worth twelve million, apparently. Did did drop? Did his price drop or? Oh yeah, it dropped a lot. Uh, when he was with Leicester in twenty twenty one, he was worth forty five million, That's apparently. Right. Yeah, and then he left, and then Leicester proceeded to lose to us in the Europa League uh, Conference League, right? Yes. So. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I hate I hate that Atletico and Barca and Real Madrid exist. Honestly, they just they've become this these teams that just take players, overpaid him a fuck ton of money, and then half a season later they're just like, "Ah, oh, we we need to get rid of you. I'm sorry, you're shit. We need to get rid of." You. Like, no, you're shit. You keep doing this. Stop paying Brazilian kids sixty million euros and then go like oh crap we've 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 made a mistake like just uh whatever so uh so so Yunchu remains on the list um Kiwior from Arsenal and Carrer from West Ham yeah those are cool names I like Tilo Kedder I like uh Kivior yeah the Polish guy I like those profiles for like backups, I guess. But like, yeah, we definitely need backups. We that's all we need right now is just a backup. Yeah, like we started the season thinking Yorente is going to be the backup, and then Smalling was like, "No, I need to rest until my transfer to Saudi Arabia." So yeah, whatever. Um, do you think? Speaking of Saudi Arabia, apparently Tiago Pinto and uh... oh shit, what's her name there? Lina the other woman. Sp- yeah, her. Our. Apparently, uh, apparently, getting the eye of the Saudi Arabians. I'm sorry, they're getting what from Saudi Arabians? They they're they're trying to get um, 
the Saudis are trying. No, the Saudis are trying to get them both to come to their league. And <laughs> why Pinto? <laughs> I don't know. His focus is on developing youth talent. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we can sell them uh, Trigoria. That would be funny, and you know, stupid. Would be nice. I like funny and stupid. It goes well together, you know. Speaking um, of funny and stupid, here here's one. Yes. This this random poster on X for some reason. Arsenal's 2024 January transfer wish list includes key areas such as a defensive midfielder, a creative playmaker, and a reliable centre back. Potential targets are reportedly include top talents like Rons, Calvaminga, and Leon's Awar and Sevilla's Kunde. Didn't know Leon still had a war. <laughs> and that was posted an hour ago. <laughs> well, I mean, they want the Leon version of our. <laughs> so we want the Leon version of our too. We want the pre-ACL version of Zaniola if we can purchase that. Pay pay Aston Villa 45 million to give him back to us with new ACLs and without all the muscles. Ah. <sighs> But you remember what Wayne said? He never liked Zaniola. He thought Zaniola was bad. So I keep forgetting that. And every time I listen to the episodes with Wayne, I'm like, yeah, I guess. That's that's a good point. But yeah. Um, what do you think? Who, like, is That's a stupid question. Do you think Marcus from Leonardo is going to join Roma? I don't know. You don't know. But I just wanted to point out that we need to see what's going to happen in this transfer period because he's not staying to play in Serie Bay in Brazil. So either he comes to Roma because Roma has a deal with Santos to purchase him in January, or he goes to Real Madrid and Manchester United. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what will happen. Is Roma going to strike out one more time? Um, what do you think? Do we need him? Should we bring him in? What's What's her gist? I have no opinion. Well, in that case, um, thank you for your input. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know, Tam Abraham's coming back. He's not going to be sold. I don't mind. I like Abraham. I heard that uh, Chelsea wants to buy Lukaku from us. But they... What? It's Chelsea. They don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> we will pay you 40 million dollars to bring him back Arr. sold sold where's the contract man nah, just send us cash man it's fucking taxes you know if you send a contract we have to pay a tax just send us cash it's fine cash is good cash is king uh speaking of cash our owners have a lot of cash i mean roma owners not your and my owners we don't have owners if anybody wants to be owner of this podcast, you can let us know. Um, via the Twitter, I guess. Or, I don't know. Come to Discord channel of AS Roma. Just reach out for on the Reddit. We'll find you. <laughs> yeah, tell us on Reddit. Because you, you can find me by just finding the most downvoted, downvoted comment on the subreddit. Uh, I'm usually there in every post. Just like Jose sucks and everyone goes, Ah, you don't understand football. You started watching a year ago. And I'm there looking in the background, watching him like an idiot. <laughs> Just screenshotting my comments and going, Nice. Get a load right? of this fucking dumbass. 
hey, minus 69 points. Um, nice. Cool. What were we talking about? Yeah, our owners have a lot of money. And I've read that Toyota is the most reliable cars in the world. That's yeah. all. That's all. <laughs> Which Toyota would you recommend? Uh, personally, I want a Tacoma. Oh, yeah, true. It's the big, ugly-looking truck, that's right? A, that's a Tundra. Oh, it's Tacoma. Not as ugly, but still horribly-looking? Eh. Kind of, yeah, sort of. Not really. <laughs> Thank you, Vinny. Thank you, Bubu. He brought me my backpack. He's obsessed with bringing stuff back to me nowadays. And then he wants me to give him candy or something, which is not how this transaction works. That's totally how this transaction works. See, if if Pellegrini delivers you a goal, do you give him candy or do you say thanks, but we need more? Like, do, how, how do you deal with Pellegrini's score? Thanks, like, Lorenzo, but we're still down by four. <laughs> he scored against Napoli. And are we like, oh my God, he's back? Or are we like, pretty sure next game you're going to get injured after producing absolutely nothing on the pitch? Like, uh, do you expect more from Pellegrini? Is this a confidence booster? What are we looking for? I always from... expect more from Pellegrini, but that's just <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, okay. I feel like I wanted to get way more out of this topic, but now I come to think of it, the summary of Pellegrini's career is we expect more. <laughs> but I think that part of that expectation is unmerited because he only... I feel like he gets a pass because he's our Roman captain. Is so he getting a pass? I feel like he gets a pass. I feel like a lot of people are criticizing him nowadays. And like it's 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 very sad when you open Facebook to read comments from AS Roma groups and people in comments are more rational than people on Reddit because when you go to Reddit, all the comments are like, well, we believe in Jose and he is going to ride the ship and he is going to fix Pellegrini. And then you go on Reddit and you're like, Pellegrini hasn't played a single good game for Roma for about two years. Uh, Cristante only back passes and we don't have a strategy. And you're like, ah, oh, this is my people. And then you go, wait, hang on, it's Facebook. So, I don't know. Um, I don't believe that Jose is going to write the ship because we think that every season and it doesn't really change. But, do we finish 7th this season? That is my uh, question. Yes, we finish, I think we finish anywhere between 5th to 7th. At, well, thanks. Atalanta doesn't look too good. Um, they've kind of regressed. Napoli doesn't look too good. They're probably going to finish way below. They're probably going to be like 8th or something. Um, Napoli, oh, sorry, Bologna have surged, so they are replacing them, I guess. Lazio is looking worse as well. So, out of top four, we know for sure that Inter Milan and Juve are going to finish top three. So, that fourth spot is kind of up for grabs, and Fiorentina is in the mix as well. I think Torino, no, Torino might not be anywhere. Torino is doing pretty well. Yeah, they're a solid team. Um, they're playing well, but I don't think, like, they're gonna be there at like as like eighth or ninth team, like kind of like Verona have been the past few years, where like they're tough not to crack, but they're not gonna finish top six. So I feel like the fourth is up for grabs again, which might be Bologna's considering how well they're playing. Um I feel like they're the strongest candidate right now. 
We are looking like we're going to go back to the Europa League again, if not Conference League. Um, but I don't know. I feel like Roma plays consistently enough to like win some points and lose a lot of other points where we really shouldn't. So it's kind of up to other teams, like if Lazio or Fiorentina or um, Napoli or Atalanta get it together. They, if they really want to, they can finish above us. Do you think this is the worst title defense ever in football? Like in top leagues, maybe? With not uh, yeah. It, I feel like last year was a fluke. And they just raced off to an insane start. And everybody else, like the normal contenders, Inter, Juve, and uh, Milan, just had kind of stumbled out of the gate, which allowed Napoli to get off to a good, good start. But... They, so, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that because obviously looking at the table this year, Inter is just ahead of everybody, and they're like, they, they just want, just want the title more this year, apparently. But I found so, out that they might not even be around anymore. Who? Inter. Why? They're technically bankrupt. What? Yes. Expand on that. We're in a podcast. We're not playing Rocket League. No. You can't just be like, I'm going to tell you in an hour when I remember the story. Do do tell. What do you mean they're bankrupt? They've been bankrupt for like four years now, haven't they? Yeah, they've been they've been bankrupt for a while now, but like it's really apparently it's really bad now. Huh. Well, that's not good for them. Like, what does that mean? Did they shut down the club, or did they might have to sell a player or two? In the summer, I'm trying to find it. Well, that's very prepared from you. Inter uh, on the brink of bankruptcy. Uh, only the sale of Brozovic and Anana allowed business continuity in 2324. So that's an old news. Although the company cut costs by 11.8%, it still had a record decline in revenue to of negative 3.2%. Interesting. Why is that? Maybe it's because they're giving old players way too much money and then they go like, Die. The Inter Group, <coughs> Inter Suning Group, as of June 30th, 2023, reported a negative net worth of 161.9 million. That's still less than Roma. All assets contained on the interbalance sheet, which are overestimated, would not be sufficient to cover the liabilities. <laughs> I think Roma loses like 200 million per season or something, and they they'll probably reduce it to like 140 this year. But the thing is, is like that Roma has been while they were kind of shitty, they've made steady progress to reduce their expenditures and, you know, get a positive balance. Inter have not. They have actually had a more negative. So you're saying, you're saying because Roma has been sh in this shitty spot for over a decade, uh, we are good because we're used to it, whereas Inter might have to adjust and do wild stuff and they might lose out on all of their funnies and goodies that they've been playing with yes hmm. inter will probably i don't want to say probably but i would say most likely go into solvency 
What? No way, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? Yes. They'll they'll just be sold. Oh, you're memeing. <laughs> Never mind. Inter have just issued a new bond for 415 million on a 6.75 interest rate to cover them. The loan expires on May 26, so they've been contracting debts to pay off their debts. So, but yeah. have they pulled any levers? They do not have any. What do you mean? They're not Barcelona, bro. <laughs> have you seen the latest Barcelona lever? Uh, it's it's which to one? just sign players for a lot of money and then next summer tell them, hey, we can't pay you. We're going to re reduce your salary from 25 million to 2 million per year. <laughs> you let, take it or leave it. And the player has to accept it. <laughs> I saw that Barcelona was selling stands from the camp now. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna reduce Lewandowski's salary to like 3 million from 16, I think. I, I don't know. And they are going to. Well, they already did reduce Frankie de Young's salary from 20 to what, 2.5 or 3 or 4, or something like that. So amazing, man. I mean, fucking. Why would anybody go to the. Why would anybody negotiate with Barcelona nowadays? Like, if you're a footballer. Do you really think, ah, oh, yeah, Barcelona, dude, I grew up loving the team, I'm gonna go there and just, you know, nothing else about anything? Like, I'm sorry, I, I just have no respect for Frankie de Jong, for Lewandowski, for anybody who goes to Barcelona expecting things to be peachy. When all they've been doing the last couple of seasons is just, you know. I don't know if this is a word in English, but I'll try to use uh, uh, a foreign word in Anglified. Anglified? Malversations. Is that is that a word? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> spell it. No. So corruption. Nah, I mean yeah, obviously, but they just do bad business. They just do shady deals, and they're like, we promise you everything. It's amazing, and then two months later, oh no, everything we've promised is collapsing. We need to reduce your salary. But like they've been planning on it from the beginning. It's just shady business, man. Um, I don't know. Anyway, I have no respect in other... for uh, Cristante. <laughs> in other news, Roma play Juventus uh, this coming match day. What? what do you think? Who do you think is going to lose? Yes, I'm banking on Roma. <laughs> I'm banking on Roma too, considering I saw. Juventus is getting three players back. Uh, who? Let me find the news. I mean, look, the game is going to be defined by the fact whether we have Renato Sanchez. <laughs> I can't even finish that sentence. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, yesterday we played Rocket League against some guys who were spamming Forza Juve. Thank you, Vincent. And every time they scored a goal, they were just writing caps lock Lewandowski, and I'm pretty sure Lewandowski is going to score. So, Apparently, uh, Locatelli, Chiesa, and Vlahovic are coming back. Jesus. Yes. We are not... Like, didn't Chiesa miss a lot of time, actually? Yeah, he tore his ACL last time he played at, with us. Oh. Against us. So his, his first game back is against Roma again. Yeah, welcome back. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> He's going to tear the second ACL. That's only reserved for Colo Zolo. 
Colozolo. Zeolo. Yep. And if you're wondering why we call him that, it's because he has no needs. Still one of my favorite things that happened in this podcast was figuring out Colo Zeolo. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> it's Juventus, dude. They're just gonna shit house to one. But then again, Dybala and Lukaku might rise up to the occasion and just be like, I don't know. Roma has this thing where we, Jose inspires players well, and they will see this game as life or death. And is it played in Torino or in Rome? Makes the trip to Turin. If I remember correctly, we beat Juve. At their stadium last season or something for the first time ever. we we beat them but they also didn't feel their best squad they had locked yeah. it up yeah we'll see we don't have a good track record on their stadium then again i hate those stats where like ah do you remember when gonzalo Villar and borja mayoral were playing for roma well that team did not beat juve's title winning squad like no shit we didn't like who cares then again, Cristante and Pellegrini have played for Roma for seven fucking years, so nobody knows um, how that's going to look, except not very good. The last time we beat them... Oh my goodness, it's so far away. I think you were close to first, right? They're kind of fighting with Inter for the first spot. Not really. No? No, it's not. It's... <laughs> Inter have 44, Juve have 40. I mean, 17 games in, yeah, that's every point counts. We beat them last time at the Olympico, but that's also because uh, Moise Keane had that stupid 40-second red card. Oh, yeah. That was in March. So when you watch games nowadays, Roma games, do you just think, ah, oh, yeah, whatever, we might shit house to a win and it's fun to watch and stuff? Or do you get frustrated when we play bad and still manage to win somehow, but mostly deserve to lose? It feels like the way that Roma's getting their wins is they're trying to force them to force the opposition to play with a man down. <laughs> like, well, honestly. <laughs> We've seen how it feels when Mancini gets a red, so now we're like, aha, I know what we can do. <laughs> we can yeah, try but, to create a red but, card. But honestly, it feels that way, because let's see, Roma 2, Napoli 0, Napoli has a red card. Well, Roma 1, Fiorentina 1, but we had a red card. Roma 2, Sassuolo 1, Sassuolo had a red card. It just, you know, Roma 1, Monza 0, Monza had a red card. Sheriff... <laughs> Sheriff had a red card and Roma one two one. So what you're saying is refs are no longer something we can complain about. We have referees on our side. No, I'd mm. after looking at that, those six examples I pulled out, Roma still ended up with a result out of eight other games. So no. Wait, are you saying we've won eleven games this season? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Roma. Uh, if I remember correctly, we only have draw. Like we have one draw, and everything else is like either a loss or a win. We don't play to draw anymore. No, but we end up with a bunch of draws. Do our we? last our last draw was Roma Fiorentina December tenth. Oh no, I may have been looking at Manchester United's score, and I'm mixing it up. Never mind. 
Speaking of which, no no 10 hang replacement, no 11 hang. Sad. Aston Villa blew it, man. Uh, would you take Marcus Rashford from, from Man United? I wouldn't take any Manchester United players at the moment. But we've had success with Mkhitaryan and... Smalling. Uh, Smalling. Who was it before? Like, Alexis Sanchez kind of came from Man United, and he wasn't horrible for Inter. He was pretty good. He scored the banger of a goal for us, or against us. Yeah. Um. No, I'm I'm good. I don't like paying the Premier League tax. Matic, of course, Jesus. What Premier League tax? They come here for pay. free because... Apparently Matic is doing something stupid up at uh, Ryan. Oh. Yeah, I read something about that. Do you, do you know more? I know that it was something like he... Oh, he was brought in by a coach and the general manager of the team who are neither of them are no longer... Or neither of them are at Ron any longer, is the correct way of saying it. And now he's kind of asking to leave or something. Apparently the manager he wanted to play under Bruno Genesio is gone. Cool. Yeah, and his... uh, Apparently some uh, parts of his contract... Regarding his family, haven't been pro- uh, haven't been met. So he wanted his wife to be the goalkeeper, or what? No, he wanted his children to be enrolled in a school and covered by Iran, and they didn't. Jesus, yeah, just just go to Saudi Arabia and get your money, get your sa- salaries. If you hear screaming, it's because the baby just fell on his butt. Because he wasn't enrolled in international school due to Iran. <laughs> Well, he's not going to go to an international school, I'll tell you that. And neither will uh, neither will Tammy Abraham's kids once he returns to England. Anyway. Might not be soon. Predictions, Roma, Juve. Juve uh, wins 1-0. No, you know what? 1-1. Lukaku's going to score a banger. Although, you know, it could also be that Roma just has you know, pulls one of those games out, so it's like 2-3 for Roma. I'm going to go with one of those three. No, you have to narrow down to one. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Roma wins 2-3. Juve win 3-0. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, I I'm not sure which one I would like to see more. Like if if you were win three nil, the next episode of the podcast is just gonna be me yelling and screaming. Cause you know when we when went, isn't we, it? <laughs> no, when when we played Bologna, uh, I remember that I just wanted to scream, what the fuck do they do in practice? What do you do in practice? You couldn't connect a single fucking pass, you couldn't get a shot, you couldn't organize an attacking possession, you couldn't organize anything meaningful. What do you do in practice? What have you been doing for three... F- um, but I wanted to yell it, you know, not say it with this voice. So yeah, whatever. Um, we'll see. This child is just... Sorry. Um, I have to guard it, so... Fun times. Um, 
I think I think that's pretty much it for 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 this summer. Um, <laughs> I wanted to say session, but I don't know. It's summer. I think it's time to end the episode. Um, do we have any shoutouts? I don't think we do. Uh, do we have any Leonards to invite? We'll, we're, we're gonna have a special guest when Jose is fired, he promised, but uh, Jose just refuses to get fired, so... I don't know, man. I'm not I'm dead like... yet! <laughs> yeah, that should be all. I feel like we've covered everything. I hope Roma wins. I, I, I don't like... As much as it's, it's fun to watch this Roma collapse and people come up with excuses of why Jose is still the most amazing coach of all time, it's Juve. Like, it's one thing to lose to Bologna and be like, I fucking hope Thiago Mata is our next coach because that was beautiful to watch. But, yeah, fuck Juve. Juve can just... No team has done so much damage to its own national league in Europe as Juve have. Um, but yeah. I'll see you next time, Char. Thank you for, for coming to talk to me once again. I truly appreciate it, because we're kind of repeating the same things over and over. This drama is, you know, repeating itself every every weekend. Yep. Oh, Bye. wait, did we cover... Wait, before we go, P.S., did we cover Roma Feyenoord? Roma drew Feyenoord in Europa League's knockout round. Bye. Bye. Black rain. Black rain. Citizen Kane. Talking black rain, black rain, black rain. Peace students in the game, black rain, black rain. Through the struggles and the strain, black rain, black rain. Elements of mind, to feel the rain from behind, black rain, black rain. Peace students in the game, black rain, black rain. Through the struggles and the strain, black rain, black rain.